Welcome to Tailboard Talk, a fourth shift fitcast. The mission of Tailboard Talk and the fourth shift fitness is to educate and train fire service personnel to increase durability and decrease the potential for injuries and their associated costs. My name is Chris Morella, owner and founder of Fourth Shift Fitness. I'll use my experience as a personal trainer, strength coach, and 15-year veteran of the fire service to deliver tips, tricks, lessons, and information specifically geared towards the health and wellness of firefighters and paramedics. Each episode, you'll leave with immediate deliverables that will improve performance and resilience and keep you in the fight through your career and into retirement. Let's get into it. Do you want to start off by talking about people we unfollowed on Instagram lately? <laughs> I think you do that more than I do. I've unfollowed at least two people today. Whoa. And um, I was thinking like, oh, I should be uh, regenerative. If I unfollow two people, I should follow two more people, you know, just to keep the karma even. Gotcha. But I didn't. I just followed unfollowed two people because I couldn't stand what they were po- posting. It's usually people that... Here's the people I've unfollowed in the past year. If you post something in your stories or a post that says anything along the lines of open your eyes or can't you see what's going on or wake up, yeah, you're out. Yeah. No, I don't care. <laughs> on an, unless it's like wake up, can't you see that pancakes are better than waffles? Unless it's something like that. Wake up, can't you see? I'm going to demo the kitchen next week. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> so if anything like that happens with any kind of political statement on either side, I have no tolerance for it because there's no way. If I know you and we're friends on social media, there's no way you have anything figured out to the level that you're so far superior than everyone else around you need to announce it. <laughs> like It's just not a common trait of people that are associated with me on Are we friends media. on Instagram? Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we got it so figured out. <laughs> Totes. Um, but yeah, I have no problem with getting rid of people. I've thinned out my social media herd significantly in the past year. I got to say, I you go on Instagram a lot more than I do. I mm-hmm. don't really go on there. I actually was on there the other day and realized the last thing I posted on Instagram was a Father's Day post. That's the last thing. Yeah. I mean, Kerr and I were even talking about it the other day. Somebody put this long diatribe up of complaining about something and we're like who is this person talking to like what mm. what's the point of putting this up anyways speaking of kurt i got, I a, bone, I got it, a bone to pick with it's you. the same thing i do with my workout videos like oh somebody really like watching me <laughs> do squats i guess it's just a feeling of a sense of wanting to feel important i don't know but it's just not my thing i'm no. sure for other people it has more value it's just not my thing oh what's wrong with you nothing wrong with me i would like a retraction to a statement made in your last two podcasts about my gift giving. From Kurt? No, from you. It oh. reminded me. Kurt reminded me that okay. you two had conversations the last two podcasts. Where you told, you told him that you'll tell me you want something and I'll buy you something completely different. Yeah, 100% different. That's happened. Oh, but, yeah. but this last instance at Christmas time, the thing I bought you. The mug. Yes. Was not a coffee mug. It was a cocktail mug. So it's completely different. Because they didn't have the coffee mugs at the store anymore. What's? You said that you asked for things and they buy you the opposite. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to. What's What's the difference between a coffee mug and a cocktail mug? There was no handle and it was shaped more like a tumbler. Like a tumbler. But I'm a gift 
good gift giver. Usually you are. <laughs> what do you want me to say? That I'm a good gift giver. You're a good gift giver. What else do you want me to say? That I don't just always buy you things that you say the opposite of what you actually asked for. The complete opposite. When's the last thing I bought you that was complete opposite of what you've asked for? Because the things that you asked for that are specific, I say just go buy it yourself. Because um, well, they're too ridiculous. One of them that worked out well was the headphones. Where I wanted the uh, workout headphones, like the big ones. Mm-hmm. And I said, get me these specific headphones. Like these are the ones that I want. And uh, I sent you the link for it. I don't recall this. <laughs> you gave me a completely different pair. And we're like, mm. hey, I went looking and these were more expensive and I think they're better. Doubt it. They're, they've held up so far. They're actually pretty nice. But So that worked out in your favor. Duh. But still, I gave you the exact thing. I don't recall you giving me the exact then, thing. this most recent Christmas, you said, send me exactly what you want. And I sent you what I want and said, I'm sending you this watch because I can't bring myself to spend $250 on a watch. Yeah, neither could I because it was and ugly. Said, uh, I didn't get you the watch because I can't spend $250 on a watch. I was like, well, thanks for... Because you have so many. I have a couple that I wear. And who needs a $250 watch? Nobody. That's why I can't spend $250 well, on a watch. Good news. Your birthday is in two months. Good. Maybe maybe it'll, not getting the watch maybe it'll show up then. But yeah, I maybe. bought you a watch that was on your list. Yep. So that's not fair. Because <clears throat> I gave you an out. I gave you a $40 you gave, one also. Because you gave me like six to choose from. I gave you two to choose from. No. There and one was, was 250 and one was 40 No, there was like four on there. Yeah. Because it was not $40. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. Anywho. Um, I'm a good gift giver. So that's your that's the rejection you wanted was that. I am a good gift giver. A lot of times you do do the exact same thing that I said that you do, but but also you do good gifts too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> good. That you Nailed like it. it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the question that came across today, which was, do you have it on your phone still? Mm, yeah. Talking about quick. raising kids, right? Yeah, it was raising kids... Raising kids in a firehouse, fire family, talking to kids about dangers of your job. Something I really haven't thought about having a conversation with Nathan with. Because right now, at this point, he probably doesn't think you have a job. Oh, he... Because well, yeah. you're home all the time. been home way too <laughs> long since last year. Um, well, right now, he likes... He knows that me and Uncle Joe work at the, the Wee station. Mm-hmm. And he knows that... Um, when, when I'm at work and he calls the night, he gets to see the bell and lots of buttons mm-hmm. and the truck for a second. And that's really it. Yeah. And then once, once a call came in while we were on FaceTime at night and there was an emergency emergency. Mm-hmm. So you got to hear that and get all wound up. Um, but I don't know what else. He hasn't really like, he just, I feel like this last Six months, I grasped the concept of daddy goes to work. Yeah. Because now he understands kind of days. So he knows when he wakes up and you're not home, it's, oh, daddy's at work. Yeah. And then he knows he gets to call you at nighttime. Yeah, I'm not sure when he's going to catch on to it. I mean, eventually he's going to see the world, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure once the once our station's open back up, he'll be by the station. But I don't Plus, know when the actual... Content of the job will catch up with him. And I don't know exactly how. I don't know exactly how we're going to talk to him about it. I mean, it. I feel like we're not equipped to answer this question correctly. 
because we don't have that situation yet. Yeah, like I haven't even thought about talking to Nathan about. I mean, we talk about your job in the sense that yeah, you go to a fire station, but not the dangers of your job. I mean, I think I would talk about it the same way I talk to any of your, any of our friends or family members that don't have any clue what I do, mm-hmm. which is like you can either harp on how dangerous and exhausting it is in hopes of getting sympathy and a free drink which you do or or to shut them up (laughs) or you can the free drink not the sympathy yeah or you can talk about or shut them up yeah or you can talk about um you can downplay the danger of it because of how good the department is or how safe things are now or realistically it's it's 80 percent ems so the chances of getting in a serious incident like that are pretty low and even when we do there's measures to to keep us safe and you know that's what we do so much training for and that's why you um, take your promotion so seriously and that's why you trust your command structure and all that stuff i mean that's a little bit over i'm guessing like a five to seven year old's head by the time he actually grasps what's going on but i think you it's just the way you frame anything you either frame it as a threat or you frame it as a cool job that daddy gets to do a lot of cool stuff and uh there's dangerous stuff out there but dad's smart enough to to stay out of it or stay safe during it and then uh focus on the good stuff focus on the positive things and be not the hero but be the the idol that people expect that that rule to be i think there's a lot of hesitancy to be that a lot of times because it feels cheesy or it feels kind of corny to to play that role but um you know if you choose to be too stoic or too denying of that um you're you're robbing basically the perception that people have for you so they won't i don't know it's a strange thing because people don't people don't want to come up and thank you or or ask you questions about the job to hear how humble you are they want to hear what your job is like or what what the situations you've been in. And so if you try to be too cool about it, then they're like, oh, that guy's not, he's either a pretender or he's just like a jerk, you know? Yeah, I think you kind of have to hone in like your cocktail time talk of a nice happy medium Yeah. of both. I think I'm going to keep it more positive than anything. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to make a negative. No. Like a five-year-old doesn't give a shit what the city council's doing to you. No. Like, there's no reason to be like, yeah, daddy gets to do some cool stuff, but, uh, you know, we're fighting for our raises this year. And we're on a contract for the fourth time in my career, and you know, it's like, not all that great, pal. You're yeah. like, can we still buy popsicles? Yeah, like, is there buttons? What are we talking <laughs> yeah. about here? Can you ring the ding-ding again, please? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think over- keep it overwhelmingly positive with being realistic, and I know there's going to be a time when he sees the news or sees something online, and it's a terrible clip or a uh, terrible news update or some tragedy happened to someone that wears the same color uniform as me and so he'll be a little weird about it and have questions but this would be a good question for joe you and joe should do one together and talk about this question his kids are older they actually understand and ease them this would be a good one for you guys to do yeah well we i think it's good for us too though because we get to think about it a little bit now yeah i haven't really thought about it probably say the same thing i probably stay more in the positive and the one thing i remember going to some seminar um the department put on about letting your kids visualize because eventually he's gonna be like well where do you sleep like do you sleep in pajamas do you what do you do don't sleep (laughs) sleep on the streets okay okay but to show him like you know eventually if the firehouse ever opens back up like to give him like a little tour of like this is daddy's bed and 
Here's the stuff. This is where I go when I'm at home. Yeah. Definitely something to think about. Yeah, I never really, I haven't really thought about it because he's so oblivious at this point. He just knows when you're not home. He sure does. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then he knows when I come home. Totes. Because it's party time. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I know. But it'll be just me and him and sorry for a little bit because someone's going to the beach for a week. Woohoo. I'm so excited. Not me. Nope. You're on dad duty. I'm excited. I'm excited for you not to be here. Rude. We talked about this. You tell me the same thing when I go to work. It's easier when I'm at work sometimes. Well, because kind of like the dogs. Like when both of us are home, someone's always trying to be, in, not always trying to be in control, but it's who do I listen to? Yeah. Who's laying down the law this time? Mm-hmm. So when you're not home, it's Nathan knows like what I say goes. It's yeah. not. Oh, you said no. Let me go see if what's dad doing. Mm-hmm. Go ask him the same question. Both of our routines get routines get chopped up when we're both home. Mm-hmm. It's I mean it's a smooth handoff for most things, but it's still, um, like the other night when I gave Sawyer a bath it was the first time I gave her a bath in months. Because I usually give Nathan a bath mm-hmm. because you take her up and then I take him up. Mm-hmm. So giving her bath, I was like. Look at you trying to jump out of this stuff right now. Because <laughs> you do probably this? haven't given her a bath since she's been like a blob. Yeah, no. She would just sit there. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, Girl's got to move. Yeah. She got three teeth and a whole lot of attitude. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, well, I should probably learn how to do this before Katie's gone for a week. <laughs> I, need <laughs> know. I need to know where all the ointments are <laughs> and where they all go. Uh, with Nathan, it's like, just dry that thing off and don't point it at yeah. me. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. No. I'm not looking forward to uh, running down the hallway at 6 o'clock in the morning <laughs> when he's knocking on the door because he's getting ready to hand his diaper to you. It's full of poop. Six if you're lucky. Yeah. I'm not excited about that. Anything else you want to talk about? Someone had a funny question. They wanted to know why you guys don't make the yummy meals you make. Why do firefighters not cook the same yummy meals at home like they do at the station? Do you even cook at the station? Cause Rarely. You- you barely cook at home. Well, because you won't. A lot of times you insist that I don't. Or you, you just insist that you do. Well, you're very messy. Yeah. So it drives me crazy. Sorry. But you don't really, like you'll grill and stuff, but you don't really cook at home. No. But this by design. You said you took on the role of cooking. Mm-hmm. And you value that. You but want to do that. I do. I do like to do that. Um, but I don't, like I can't, like is there something like, you guys make it work that you, there's nothing even you, you've ever said you make it work. They're like, I got to go home and make this for you or we got to do this. No, usually I make things here and then mm-hmm. I bring them to work. I'll make them at work. Yeah. Like the breakfast sandwiches mm-hmm. or brunch stuff in general. Yeah. Or You're a good I'll, breakfast maker. Yeah. Or I'll ask you, I can't remember, there's been a few things where I've texted you of how to make something mm-hmm. that you made here or we made here and then I try to make it at work. Yeah. But no, usually it's not, it goes, well, you, and work stuff too is, I've been on a couple crews where the meals are more elaborate, but in general, it's not very fancy. Yeah. Like lunch is usually very basic and quick. And then dinner is usually a taco of some sort Mm. just because it's fast or a burger or yeah, something grillable. It's not very elaborate. The holidays get more elaborate, but in general, the average meal every day is not. Well, both these questions made me think, like, I don't really ask you about, like, your day-to-day at work. I just yeah, say, I, I just go, how was work? And you're like, it was fine. I slept from 12 to you 2. You don't even say, how was work? You just say, I'm just assuming you didn't sleep. <laughs> as soon as I, like. Well, because when I ask you, how was your night? Or did you sleep? You're like, no, no. It's yeah. fine. So. 
but like, you don't really talk about oh we made this or did that like the only thing you will every now and then talk about is your spaghetti days yeah but that's more like don't forget it's spaghetti saturday don't make pasta no on i don't tell you not to make it you get worried about me eating the same thing more than one day in a row yeah, i don't care i would get bored i don't care at all mm-hmm. there was one time where what was i always eating at work um like barbecue pulled pork sandwich or something like that probably it like lined up perfectly where i had it like three days in a row yeah had like you made a, a one of the big shoulders or something like that in the crock pot uh-huh. and we had barbecue pulled pork sandwiches and then somebody made it work the next day and you're like oh we're just gonna do uh pulled pork but make like barbecue tacos and so i had oh yeah probably three days yeah sweet potato fries every time obviously um but i don't care i could eat the same thing it doesn't bother me at all and so you get more weirded out when you're like, oh, no, I'm making spaghetti on Sunday or something like that. I'm like, I don't care. It's not spaghetti in the first place. It's chickpea mash. First of all, I made you guys real spaghetti the other night. Yeah. And we were so. bouncing off the walls. <laughs> we didn't know what to do with ourselves. Hey, I just want to make sure you don't get your dad bod. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, there's not a lot of elaborate meals. Uh, I'll cook if I have to, but I usually don't cook that often. Someone else had another interesting question. That made me, it made me really think because we haven't done this in a while. Someone asked about dating your spouse and relationships. I'd like to ask about that too. <laughs> we haven't. When are you going to take me out on a date? <laughs> we, I was just thinking like, we really haven't gone out on a date. Yeah, we've gone on lunch we did, dates and stuff. Yeah, but I'm saying like, after having Sawyer, we did, we did a lot better job after having Nathan. Granted, there's only one. But after, we would make plans and go out mm-hmm. at least like, if you had a both a Saturday and Sunday off or a Friday. Well, I don't want to shock your system too much because apparently you've been living in a cave under a rock. There's apparently. a little bit of a pandemic going on. Why? Well, <laughs> where it was not the smartest idea to have strangers at the house with okay, our children. First, first of all, it was my mom. And she works from home by herself. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Is she, if she couldn't come over, then we were out of... That was yeah. It, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, just in general, like, even now with things back opening back up, I think mm-hmm. we've only been out, like... Twice without mm-hmm. Sawyer and Nathan. Yeah. I think it was just a timing thing. I think it was purely, and I really what, do think it was purely because of everything yeah. shutting down and just not, us not, it was enough, it was stressful enough me going to people's houses at work and I wanted to bring yeah. people into our house when I wasn't at work. Okay. You say people as in like we'd have people like come in like around. You almost about- recruited Nathan's swim instructor. <laughs> she was so sweet. <laughs> I still kick myself. I didn't ask her. I'm sure she'll be there next year. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a just timing. Yeah, because we're... Someone asked that question, I laughed, and I was just like, um, I couldn't tell that somebody went like on a date date. You're like, well, um, first of all, I'm a control freak. <laughs> a little bit true, but my mom has come over, mm-hmm. and she watched both of them. Middle of the day. Because here's the thing. Our kids go to bed at 7 o'clock. Yeah. That's the whole night. That's like three hours till we go to bed. Our, we like the cocktails at our house. We like the drinks at our well, house. The, so it's, it's actually We're th- cheap. We like our couch. Go on. I did think about this. And it, I think it goes back to why we bought this house in the first place. Is we've never been like big goer-outer people. Mm-hmm. Really, right? Like if friends were going out, of course that was that was what you did when right. everybody was going out. But like we bought this house. It's bigger because we knew that was where we were going to spend a bunch of our time. Mm-hmm. And like that's where we were going to invest in the house because we we're going to be in it more because we like to stay home and yeah nothing so as much as like going out is nice even if we went out to dinner we would still like get done with dinner 
in 45 minutes and be right. like, do you want to go down to um, whatever? That, I'm just thinking of, Ge- of Geneva, like, oh, we left Burger Local and you want to go down to Barrel and Rye for a drink? I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe one. And then we walk by and be like, ah, oh, it's pretty crowded in there. Do you want to go down and get ice cream? We're like, ah, we have ice cream at home. And then we'd be home <laughs> I know. 20 minutes from then. And then we would sit on the couch for two hours and watch YouTube videos of camping trips that we want to go on. Like that's So every night we do go on a date because we put them to bed. And then it's we true. pour a drink. And then we have our little date night on the couch until 8, 12-ish when you start snoring. And then it's bedtime. Which I don't snore. And I just rest my eyes. Yeah. But no, it's funny. Someone asked that question. I'm like, I don't know the last time I've been on a date. But yeah, really, like our quality time is after the kids go to bed, yeah. or on the rare—not rare—it pretty much happens a lot when they nap at the same time in the afternoon. Like yeah. we'll kind of treat it depending on how yeah, the do, day falls. We do a good job of shutting down at that time instead of taking that as like, okay, they're sleeping. We have 15 things to do. Like hurry up and rush for the next two hours until they're up. Yeah, and sometimes we do. Like lately, we've been. Kicking into high gear. Well, you got to pack for your trip. I know. I still haven't packed. It's but no, usually. As soon as the second one goes down, it's like, okay, we'll just sit on the couch now and hang out with each other for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's hard, too, because we are home right now a lot together, so we kind of chit-chat throughout the day mm-hmm. and kind of keep in touch. And then, um, I mean, we're at a season right now where when we do have, like, quality time, it's kind of hard to turn off the kid talk or life, you know, business talk a little bit because yeah. that's just the season we're in. Like, even when we went camping, though, when we took the camper down to Florida, and we had my parents there, we still didn't, No. like, go on a date or anything like that. Like, we were okay spending more time with them and then just hanging out at the camper, the three of us in the bed at night watching a B-movie. Yeah, but then he would fall asleep, and we could kind of chat, and he was... Yeah. So, yeah, but, I mean, it's just a season Our life is just one big date. It's totes. Is that what we're saying? Yes. I'm going to miss our date nights for the next week. What you are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll be dating a, a pillow in a queen size bed all by yourself. And yes, I will. Yeah, I think you'll be just fine. I think I'll be okay. All right. Anything else you want to run through? No, those are kind of the three questions that made me made me think. Okay. I also think I need to ask you more about your day now, on the reg, your day to day at work. Not here. I know what you do all day here. <laughs> <laughs> I watch mountain bike videos. Get in my way. Yeah, I know. If you need to get in touch with Katie to bitch about me, <laughs> if you need anything, don't be hesitant to reach out. Uh, Forshiftfit at gmail.com or Forshiftfitness on all social media. And we'll be back next week, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. It'll be a Forshifting.